Hey guys, happy Friday and welcome to another episode, of course, Naughty's World with your girl, Miss Naughty, of course. So um, <clears throat> we have quite, we have a busy, busy Friday, so we're going to get really hopping and jumping into these, uh, top, these uh, hot topics up in here. And uh, of course, <laughs> and, and many other things. All right. Happy single de Mayo out there for those who celebrate that. Please be responsible, but drink enough for me, but definitely. Okay, we have quite a lot to get through, so let me kind of break it all down for you. We have Met Gala was lit. Correlation of a King. We have, we have a song. We have a song that won along with, um, we have plenty of other things, so let's just jump into it. Now, previously, um, Monday, you guys know about the Met Gala. Pretty much every year around this time, the Met Gala is like the ball of it all, including fashion, depicting on who, uh, depicting on the stars, pretty much who they, who their fashion sense and who the designer is that they're either going to be celebrating or you could say it's just a it's just a ball of fashion i'm gonna put it to you just like that a red carpet full of ball of fashion and inside it's parties mingling shingling the whole nine all right so this year it was a tribute to carl legenfeld y'all are familiar with carl legenfeld if you're not look it up google him or something um uh, mr legenfeld unfortunately is not is no longer here with us <laughs> but his fashion is all around the world and then some you know it is it, is immaculate so the stars came out whether they dressed up as his i wouldn't say his best friend that would be his adorable cat you had um I mean, the fashion was undeniable. I mean, from long trains to long trains to even some of the imaginable. <laughs> I mean, it it was just out of sight and out of mind. Um, we had a uh, mom, mom for the second time, Miss Riri and her beau show up two hours later. She said that um, <clears throat> she really didn't have anything to wear, and it took her her team. To make the flowers over 30 hours. But hey. When you you when you're expecting, hey, you can come fashion me late. Nothing wrong with that. Um Janelle Monet, let's just say her, 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 she had really I wouldn't say she left nothing to the imagination. <laughs> she just took it all off. But I mean, banging body, she's at the top of the top of her the top of her niche doing any and everything. Um also, um, Little Nas X showed up in a skin tight covered in crystals from head to toe. Um, he pretty much was paying homage to uh, Lager, um, Carl Lagerfeld's uh, adorable cat, along with Doja Cat. <laughs> Doja Cat didn't disappoint either. She pretty much let her perfectness, if you know what I mean, come out. Um, it was, it was many, it was many fashions. And also, um, Serena Williams also, uh, had a bit of, a uh, good news. 
Yes, she's expecting her second child. She pretty much gave us a little uh, riddle about um, the designer that she wore saying that she designed all three of us. And we're looking, we're thinking, well, she can't bring her daughter with her. But yes, she announced to, she announced that she is expecting baby number two. So congratulations to her. Yes, it's a lot of babies coming into play nowadays, isn't it? Isn't it though? So, so um, uh-oh. And let's just say Diddy bought Carisha on his arm. And that turned a lot of heads too. And let's just say, Miss Carisha did not disappoint at all. <laughs> so yes, the Met Gala was a success. But on the flip side of things, also what's going on too, which happened um, this Tuesday. And now we're on the fourth day. Well, third day, I'm sorry. So... Most of you guys know about the uh, the writer's strike. If you don't know, let's just let's just say that the writer's strike happened back in 2007 um, when an agreement was reached. But now, with all of the streaming services happening, most of the writers that produce some of your favorite shows, that including sketch comedy shows, that that's pretty much um, shows that are at the late shows that run um, Jimmy Kimmel, um, Stephen um, Stephen Kilborn. Um, SNL and the list goes on these writers are not even the, uh, let's just say when it comes to these shows with writers involved these writers are giving you their joy their pain, their triumph everything on a silver platter to give to the directors the actors, the actresses to work to pretty much develop and enhance the show and their character. But these writers are the ones who are really the, you could say, the unsung heroes. And they're not even getting a half of what they are worth. So they have been picketing from the West Coast on down to the East Coast. So soap operas, um, late shows. Even um even other shows are getting disrupted and putting on reruns due to the to the writer's strike, which I think they need to get that along with streaming services need to give them their cut and everything else. So that's pretty much where the breakdown and everything goes into effect. So pretty much all your shows that are scripted and written are pretty much all on hold until a, a deal is reached. Also, James Corden pretty much said well James Corden pretty much wrapped up his late show he's done after eight years he decided to conclude that he needed to spend more time with his family and um, he pretty much said his uh, goodbyes so I know he's not affected SNL was supposed to have their special um, was supposed to have Pete um, Davidson this week along with musical guest little Uzi Vert but that went straight that's not gonna happen until a, a deal is is um is reached also on Sunday, it's happening Sunday, the MTV TV and movie awards are happening, but their host at this particular time, Drew Barrymore, pretty much pulled down and is standing in solidarity with the writers. She says that, you know, she sympathizes with the writers. Also, they try to do, you know, they all. Uh, you know, she deals with any kind of scripted TV that writers deal with the jokes and the monologues and stuff like that. So pretty much she's standing in solidarity. MTV is for it. And she will. And there is no host. 
there's no red carpet and there's no host but as they say in show business the show must will and go on so there you have it all right speaking of coming back to television let's go of course you have um the ATL and Peaches are making a return. Yes, the Real Housewives of Atlanta are returning back for their 15th season. I mean, can I keep track? Um, we also have some, uh, like I said, there's everybody, everybody's returning. Candy, um, can't, uh, can't, uh, we could say, uh, it, oh God, everybody's returning with their peach. We get to find out who Sheree's new boo is. We get to see, uh, we also hear about Ralph and Drew on the outs, okay? We even get to see a reunion of the OGs, yes. Kim Zosiak Beerman, Deshaun Snow, Lisa Wu, mm-hmm. and Sheree is orchestrating it all. So uh, don't miss The Real Housewives of Atlanta Sunday. Check your local listings for time and channel. Also, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Is also making its grand old return, but not on the old station, a new station. Oh, yes, they moved that joint to MTV and said bye, VH1, its sister station. So, um, yes, Love and Hip Hop will return from Atlanta in June. Well, next month on the 13th. So, check your times for uh, check, check the time for that. And you'll, well, I already said the local listening. So, June 13th. Love and hip hop will return. <laughs> okay. Um, moving right along. You probably don't know this or you probably don't care. Or maybe you do. But um happening tomorrow. Um the correlation of Prince Charles the Third. He will be subjected to becoming king. Oh, yes. So all calling London town and the world and pretty much worldwide, all eyes are on London. So um, the brothers will reunite. Of course, that's um, Harry and. um. Oh, God, I'm going to get slapped for this one. <sighs> Prince Harry and, and oh, God, Prince Harry and Prince William will be reunited again. Of course, um, Prince uh Megan will not be attending. She will be staying back home in California with the kids. And we have, um, oh God. I'm not saying I'm not good with names. I see her face. I see her face. I'm trying to get the right names together. Oh no, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Of course, Prince William's wife will be by his side along with his kids, except for the youngest one, Prince Louis. Prince Louis will not be there. Just saying. I'm, I'm going to get slapped for this one, but I'll have more about the correlation probably next week. But yes, um, pretty much all stations, all morning news, all news channels, all all will cover the entire... Tomorrow we'll, we'll cover everything. So yeah, so all eyes will be on London calling and the world and the world itself. So yes, fit for that tomorrow. Okay, let's jump into something else. Um, Ed Sheeran scores a victory. 
He was taken to court earlier this week from, uh, for one of the songwriters from Let's Get It On. Of course, sung by the ever so greatly ever so we, uh, he's missed Marvin Gaye. Um, it was it was recorded. It was told that uh, Ed Sheeran, you uh, you could say sampled. A couple of uh, sampled the beat from Let's Get It On into his song, hit song, Thinking Out Loud. But that wasn't the case. Um, the judge ruled in his favor and Ed Sheeran was exonerated of all those things. So, yeah. But you have to really be careful when it comes to music and when it comes to sampling and not making sure that a chord or a melody or beat or anything sounds similar to another song. Because uh, people are coming for their coins. And I'm not saying they're not blamed for that. But you really have to. Ooh, excuse me. You really have to be very strategic with how you make your music today. Because any little thing that sounds similar to any other type of music or any other type of song. Somebody's coming for you. So you have to be very. Uh, you have to be very crafty. Because sampling is big now. Sampling has been big. I'm not saying is it really. But yeah. And people want their coins. Jobs is hard. <laughs> Back then you could take songs, but it used to be a taking a song, but you never paid the person. You never paid the person of who the song originally came from. And that was kind of like a slap in the face because it was their song. All their melody, all their beats, whoever the songwriters, producers, mixers, a- anything. That still was their song and they're getting paid for it, regardless if it's being on rotated on television, music, movies you know credits songwriting material all that stuff it's it's a whole laundry list it's a whole production you guys know about that so yeah but that was the victory for uh for ed sharon and you know just moving forward you just have to make sure what whatever type of songs you're putting out along with melodies chords intricates you just have to be very crafty because it may you know anybody thinking you took a little anything from them they're coming for their coins and may and at that point in time you may not be so lucky you know so you just have to be better at your music and just making sure that you do things that are authentic and if you are going to take someone's work and and flip it and put it into your body of work respect them give them their coins and let them have their uh, and just just be respectful about it and let them know you're using their material hell maybe i could create something even better you never know but you know, that's that's what music is all about, I guess. <laughs> I guess. So Jamie Fox is still recovering in the hospital. Um, pretty much uh, three weeks after his daughter released a uh, update about him having a medical scare. So so far, with five with five more movies under his belt. Um, he's just pretty much taking it easy. He sent well wishers this week on his on on his uh, Instagram panel that um, he's received all the love and thank you for you know he received all the love and he's feeling all the love, but um, you know also he was replaced on you know his hit show Beat Shazam. He's being replaced by Nick Cannon and also um, his daughter Corinne, who's the DJ, is replaced by Kelly Osbourne. So. We wish Jamie all the best and hopefully he will be he will be released from the hospital and pretty much back as as he recovers, you know. It was it was looked at that he wasn't gonna make it a little bit. A lot of people were saying 
skipping prayers, skipping prayers. We much needed prayer, da da da. But you know, he turned around. What really? He turned around. He turned the dark corner into a into smooth sailing. So we'll see what happens. But um, yeah. Hopefully he recovers and goes right back into what he does best. You know. So definitely. Um. Also. Another health scary news. Um, Tony Braxton recently reported that she suffered um, a tear or a rip in her aorta, aorta that had to be like a heart valve or something. You know, she also said that she had to undergo surgery. Um, you know, her body kind of gave up a little bit because she wasn't really checking in on herself. Now we know Tony Braxton, living legend. <laughs> We know that her health, we know that her health kind of is a little meticulous, a little tricky because, you know, of course she has lupus um, and she has other little, you know, little nicks here and there. But yeah, she said that part for her was very, very scary when she had to go on, she had to go to surgery because she said that she has been missing cues about taking care of herself and, you know, dealing with, dealing with the loss of Tracy. I mean, that, that nobody saw that coming so you know she was just being a little neglectful a little neglectful but also just you know grieving is a lot people don't understand that grieving grieving is a lot especially when it's someone that's close to you 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 forget about you for a second because you're so you know you're so enthralled in what happened and you're just trying to process and you know cope with it as best as you can sometimes you have good take sometimes you can have an okay day sometimes it could be bad days sometimes other times it could just be quite uh, roller coaster ish if you ask me but yeah so um she said that she's uh tony did say that she's okay she's doing much better and from now on she's going to listen to her body and she's going to be on top of things so yeah we wish her we wish her that we wish her all the best too because we need our living legend yeah yes we do yes we do well certainly um okay all right Oh gosh, I got so much. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. My brain is scrambled, and I I usually have so much material for you guys, and it was just a lot that I needed to put into play. So, okay. I'm not gonna play devil's advocate, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna do this. Um, we have something else that was making headlines this past week, also. So. I'm just going to kind of, I'm not going to give my opinion on it, but I am just going to be, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say a little something, but also here before we even get jumping into that, um, the world health organization pretty much put out a statement today specifying that the virus that we've been suffering from for about three years, is no longer a global pandemic anymore. Because now deaths are been lowered. Vaccines have been rolled and put into place. And uh, it's probably gone down. You guys remember that this virus pretty much came from Wuhan, China. It pretty much got across the globe into the U.S. and other places. And it closed. And it pretty much it pretty much made wide worldwide not even concerned but it was a global pandemic it 
it was it was triumphant it was it was just not even triumphant it was a catastrophe chaos disorder you name it we lost pretty much over 7 million people and we're not even counting and uh, we're 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 counting I'm not even thinking about it we we talking about the 50 states but we're talking about million 7 million imagine that's across <laughs> across the globe the states including so for me it's kind of bitter it, it's not bittersweet it's just if it's just not one thing, it's another, but at least we know how to cope with the situation and it won't be like we're just looking through rose colored glasses and thinking it'll go away. No, at least we have some type of strategy and something put into place. So if something like this of this magnitude happens again, we're more well prepared and figuring out what needs to be done. But yeah, they just made it. They just said that it's no longer a threat. It's no longer a pandemic anymore. So, yeah, whatever. But it already gave us, it already, it was some bull, it was beyond the bull to begin with. And it was just a whole complete shit show. So, you know, it is what it is. But it's just sad at the same time. Because I don't know about anybody else. But like I said, I know I lost someone near and dear to me. And, um. Mm-mm. It's just an ongoing nightmare in my in my in my opinion. Simple as that. Okay. But anyway, let's move into this one. All right. Um Of course this happened. This happened on um the F bound train. Uh F bound Manhattan train this past uh this past Monday. I guess a uh I guess um Y'all probably saw the tape. I'm not sure if y'all saw the entire thing, but of course, we're talking about what happened with Jordan Neely. Um, he was acting, he was acting under duress on the on the train. Um, it wasn't to the point where he was, you know, antagonizing or being disruptive with people, but he did come on the train to announce that he pretty much was uh hungry. He was hungry. He uh he needed something to drink. You know, he doesn't have a problem with going back to jail. He's fed up with life. And, you know, he was just, I wouldn't say letting it all hang out. He was just letting out his feelings and how he felt. I'm not sure to what extent, I'm not sure to what extent or what transpired, but unfortunately, he pretty much died. And we're talking about he died through an illegal, unnecessary chokehold. That was done by another passenger that was on the train of uh, 24 years old. Um, he's, a, he's pretty much a Marine. Um, so to you guys, do was it, it's a lot of questions, but not enough answers. Do we think, I mean, not do we think, do you think it was, it was too far? It was too much? Because we all have to look at the factors about the witnesses that were on the train. Was he being antagonistic? Was he just, you know, what what was he doing? And what led up to him being in a chokehold? And then, of course, in the, um, in the video, you see two other participants that are holding him down. My whole thing is this. If a chokehold has him in submission, why do there need to be two other people trying to hold him down? This guy who's a Marine has him locked 
But again, you can't go deeper than that. Then, then you can't go deeper because remember, you had this person in the chokehold, which is which is in submission. You're blocking their passageway on breathing because you have them locked in. You're locking them in. You're locking them in to subdue them. You're not. You're you're locking in to, for them to be subdued. You don't need to lock in to kill. You know what I'm saying? So when you're dealing with a military, any anybody mili militant, okay, militant and, and, and law enforcement knows your intention, your intention, let's use that wisely. Your intent is not to kill. Your intent is not to injure, but to subdue the person that you feel that is a threat to you. And maybe to others as well. That's the mentality. But it's not put out that way. It's not given like that. And there's people out here who don't take it in that manner. Now, there's a lot of missing and moving parts. Did anybody jump in to say anything? Was it the time? Why didn't anybody get up and go to the next cart? Why wasn't officials, you know, no one, you know, um... Summoned to get assistance. Why did this 24 year old Marine take it upon himself to do that? Why did the other two people jump in to hold him down as the chokehold was being put into put into action? Who was recording all of this and where's the real footage? What happened before the chokehold? Where's his family? How is this man arrested 42 times? And he's known by police and the MTA police. And then on top of that, he has a mental, he has a, a, he has mental, uh, a mental behavior. Schizophrenia? Mm -hmm. But he was also a, um, an impersonator. He did, uh, Michael, Michael Jackson routines. So again, when mental health comes into play, mental behaviors come into play, you really have to understand the magnitude of these things. Again, there are medications for these treatment for these for these um for these uh, reasons here. But again, when a person does not want to take them, what happens? They blast off into outer space. They have what we call as an episode, not a TV show. They have a moment. They become erratic. They come, their brain, you know, they become off the charts. They're not functioning within a mental capacity. Their normal is not our normal. That, that's what we have to understand. But also when it comes to mental behaviors, mental issues, mental, mental problems of that sort, are these things talked about? No. Are these things dealt with? No. They're cast aside. Because it's been embedded and it's been, been ugh, I'm sorry, it's been embedded to happen like that. There's never been, let's solve it, let's solve it, let's solve it, let's, let's get it out. Now that we dealt with a pandemic that's brought all of this, that's been happening for so long, and now it's coming off the play and it's choking the, it's choking the crap out of us. Now we got to be like, oh, snap. Do we charge this Marine with murder? 
And again, with, with Jordan Neely, we have to see how far he got. Was he helped to have a rap sheet that long? That's crazy. And he also punched a woman in her face in the train. So he has stuff against him also. But again, where's his family? Did they know that he had a, he has a, he has mental is, a mental problem? What did they do about that? For him to be homeless and destitute on the, uh, for him to be homeless. What, 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 what really happened? What happened? There's a lot of moving parts. And I'm not saying that we don't have the right to be angry because it is, it, we remember the chokehold that happened with George Floyd. That was just irreprehensible. But at the same time and token, we have to look at what really transpired and not just looking at that part of the of the video. We have to look at to what happened. What had what what made him have a breakdown? Was he threatening people on the train? Was he causing them bodily bodily harm? Because at the end of the day, Whatever, whatever we ride into, whatever we go into, whether it be the train or the bus, or we're paying our money for a service to get from point A to point B, we have the right to be on the train minding our own business. We have the right to be with our kids and making sure we get from point A to point B. Do we have the right if someone's going through something or craziness breakout that we got the right to get the hell off or go to another train? Yes. But who wants to put their head down and avoid eye contact? They're still going to come. They're off. They're unhinged. Remember, the when, when they're taking, when their medication, when they have medication for that, the left side and the right side of the brain connect together and work in a cognitive type of way. When they do not have that, their brain is not working cognitively. It's not. It's a disruption. It's like a fuse. Once that fuse is broken or detached like a, from a computer, it's all hell breaking loose. Chaos. It's going to be crazy. I'm not saying I'm an expert in mental, in mental behavior, mental issue, mental problem. But it's more than, it's just more than the schizophrenia, the bipolar. It's a lot of things now with mental health. And mental health is not labeled, you're crazy, there's something going wrong. No. It's just that your feelings, your emotions, something is out of whack. It's off balance. It's not, it's not deemed as you being, it's not deemed as something normal you have on a daily basis or something that's going that just sends you off the edge. You don't have to take medication. It's not, it's not that, it's not that dire. Now there's some people out here who it's dire for them. They have to have that. If you're able to function cognitively without having the medication for those dire needs, then you're okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's the distinction that people need to understand. And also with it being of mental health, mental issue, mental problem, it has to be talked about. You're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you. The problem is if you know there's something wrong and you don't do anything about it, that's the problem. But it's a lot of moving parts here that need to be on that need to be under scrutiny. A lot of us, like I said, when we 
pay our money for a service and you have people that panhandle, that ask us, you have a dollar, you have a quarter? No, we're struggling too. The thing about it is we go through issues too. Does it give us license to be an asshole? Hell no. Because I can't put my problems on you guys and you guys can't put your problems on me. I'm not asking for that. I don't wake up in the morning and neither do you waking up in the morning saying that we're going to deal with nonsense today. Nobody asks us for that. We're trying to get through the day just like any other day. And that's and that's the thing. But again. Like I said, I'm no expert when it comes to mental health. I'm no expert for that, but I understand how it feels when I do get a sense of when your when your emotions are out of line and off of whack, especially when something devastating happens to you, especially when it's been re- reciprocating a lot and you can't get a handle. So nobody can tell me how long I'm given for for anything, especially if you're not a professional and I don't want to professionally hear that either. Shut up. You have your way of coping and dealing with life. Me too. Saban yours and cope and deal with that. Don't come over here with that nonsense. So a lot of outrage has pretty much been um on social media about it. A lot of protests have been happening, but um we just need and um a trial uh, um the DA the DA and a grand jury is coming to tacked with you know bringing the young man the 24 year old man that marine that position that chokehold in for charges and uh they're investigating the case next week so we'll definitely keep you posted on uh what's what's going down and i will have his name but um i just think that things really have to change especially when it comes to when it comes to major cities that have these buses and subway lines, we really have to find a, a, a ground with, you know, making sure that the public is protected, but also making sure that mental health is looked into. And I don't say we look into it and then it's, it, it's over and done. No, when I say look into it, it's finding the resources, making sure we understand, making sure we educate, making sure we get out to the masses and really kind of hone on, hone on what this is all about and making sure that other people, families of are notified and they're understandable too. Because again, the question mark is again, Yes, this is a young man, 30 years old, that was homeless, that was out on the streets. But again, where's his family? Didn't y'all know what was going on? Y'all didn't know that this man had this, this, this man had things going on with him. Did anybody step in to help or y'all just left well enough alone? And for him to have a rap sheet as long as, 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 as as I mean come on but again it's it's still moving parts nobody wants to be harassed no matter where you go upon the day nobody wants to feel like they have to be on guard no one wants to have to feel like they have they can't take their kids or can't do things or can't go to work or coming from work without some bullshit going on that's not right so we have to protect everyone let's put it like that 
I'm not singling no one out. We have to make better laws to protect everyone. And we have to deal with things accordingly. And then sometimes you have to know what's right and what's wrong. And you can't always be a hero. The hero being that you live to see another day. Because not every fight you're going to end up, you're going to end up being the hero. You might end up being the villain. So you have to really pick, you have to really choose your battles with, You have to really choose your battles. Like literally, you have to really pick and choose your battles. Like saying, do I really want to do this today? And if nine times out of 10, you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Saying what I was saying. So, you know, you just have to really pick. You just have to really pick on uh, what you're trying to do. And that's the thing. But yeah, as this case goes on. I'm definitely going to have some more, I would say not even more insight, but just my overall view about the situation. I mean, it's, it's sad on all parts and they also need to get footage from the train too, find out what happened and what took place. So again, it's a lot of, it's a lot of moving parts that need to be filled in the blanks, a lot of blanks. And I think a lot of accountability need to be, it's a lot of accountability that need to be uh, put on, put, put, on blast (laughs) lots of accountability we just can't keep having we just can't keep having this happen again and again and again and again and again and again for people to open their eyes no it shouldn't happen at all but unfortunately this is what's been what's what's what it is you know so yeah so mm -hmm. but more more to come more to come more to come but um Anything I didn't get into with you guys, I will definitely, there's always going to be more hot, more topics for me to get hello, deliver, stubbed on a platter. So before I jet, I do have to say (laughs) this past week was a certain anniversary. Oh, that would be the third year of me talking to you guys yes this podcast is one two three years old (laughs) and thanks to you guys support i am i i couldn't i can't thank you would be an understatement thank you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in to this big mouth i don't care if i have one person listening to me or no one listening to me i appreciate it so I'm just going to keep on, I'm just keep on keeping on giving you guys these hot topics, these titles, anything I can bring to the table, I'm coming for it and I want it all. So again, I thank you guys for listening and tuning into me, tuning into me, right? Tuning in, (laughs) tune it in. It's not easy. I'm juggling so much things in the air and, um, you know, pretty much and Whatever this life has for you, if you, if you are for it, if it's for you, if you want something, go for it and, and, and hold on to it and keep going at it. Who knows? It can take you higher than you ever expected. So again, I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I really, really do. And I will continuously work and and do whatever I can to keep cranking out more, you know? So, um, yeah, <laughs> so again, if I didn't get every, if I didn't get everything out on the table to you guys with these topics now, you already know I'm coming back for more. Hello, another helping. 
So I thank you guys for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your evening slash night. And uh, I'll see you guys real soon. Later.